In TMG Inc. versus Director, Department of Workforce Services, 2023 ARC App 460, the Arkansas Court of Appeals reversed an award of unemployment benefits despite assertion that the claimant had a medical and religious reason for refusing a COVID-19 vaccine. The employer argued that the claimant quit voluntarily and without good cause connected with the work, which the board accepted when it awarded benefits. Judge Thayer reversed the benefits award. Quote, TMG Inc., DBA David's Fire Equipment, appeals an adverse decision from the Arkansas Board of Review granting unemployment benefits to its former employee, Charles Saltz. TMG contends on appeal that the board erred in awarding benefits to Salt because there was insufficient evidence to support its finding that Saltz had good cause for ending his employment with TMG over Saltz's objection to TMG's vaccine mandate. Accordingly, TMG asked this court to reverse the award of benefits. Because we agree that Saltz failed in his burden of producing evidence sufficient to substantiate his medical and religious objections, we reverse the award of benefits. TMG is a small business owned by Linda and David George in Cabot, Arkansas. It has four employees. One of those four employees was appellate Charles Saltz, an hourly employee who worked at TMG as a welder. In June 2021, David George had heart surgery and was advised by his physician to avoid a COVID-19 infection. As a result, in August 2021, George informed his employees that he was going to require the COVID-19 vaccination of his employees. Saltz informed George that he would get vaccinated when it was approved by the Food and Drug Administration, or FDA. Once FDA approval was granted, George advised his employees they had 30 days in which to become vaccinated. Although he had previously expressed his willingness to become vaccinated upon FDA approval of the vaccine, Saltz informed George he wanted to opt out of the vaccination requirement. He explained to George that he held medical and religious objections to the vaccine and believed that he had natural immunity due to a previous COVID-19 infection in November 2020. Saltz asked if George would allow him to provide medical documentation of the presence of COVID-19 antibodies, to submit to weekly testing, to mask, and or to practice social distancing in lieu of receiving the vaccine. George denied his requests. Then, despite claiming strong medical and religious objections to the vaccine, Saltz indicated he was willing to abandon his concerns and get vaccinated if George would place him on salary. George denied that request as well, and Saltz gave his two-week notice, which George accepted. Medical Objection he informed the hearing officer that, because he had previously contracted COVID-19 and had antibodies, he did not feel the vaccine was necessary. He also claimed to have medical and religious reasons for not taking the vaccine. He testified that he is diabetic and has a family history of blood clots. He did not, however, provide any medical documentation from a physician to support his request for a medical exemption or explain how the COVID-19 vaccine violated his religious beliefs. He further admitted that he would not take the vaccine because he was an hourly and not a salaried employee. End of quote. 
The employer showed Claimant left his work after he was denied a salaried position. Quote, TMG timely appealed the award of benefits. On appeal, it asserts that the board erred in its conclusion that Saltz had good cause for quitting his job. More specifically, TMG argues that the board based its decision to award benefits on Saltz's request for religious and medical exemptions, but contends that the record contains no evidence substantiating Saltz's religious or medical exemptions. TMG highlights the fact that Saltz presented no evidence indicating that the vaccine was medically contraindicated for him and offered no evidence regarding his religion or its tenets that would prevent him from taking the vaccine. We agree that under our case law, Saltz was required to do more and failed in his burden of proof. Here, Saltz had the burden of proving that he had good cause for quitting his employment with TMG. While he testified to his health conditions and his concerns, he presented no evidence to substantiate his claims or his concerns regarding taking an FDA-approved vaccine. While we are sympathetic to his concerns, more than our sympathies are required to support his claim, such as a medical opinion or other documentation that cautions him from taking the vaccine, or statistics or articles substantiating the side effects of the vaccine or advising when the vaccine is contraindicated, something more than his own personal views on the matter. It was his burden to present evidence sufficient to support his claims. Because he did not provide any such corroboration, the evidence is simply insufficient to support the board's decision. Religious Objection Finally, as for his religious claims, there is absolutely nothing in the record to support his claim that getting the vaccine would violate a cardinal principle of his religion. In fact, other than the generic religious objection stated, he provided no further evidence. Majority's Summary In short, our case law requires more in the way of proof with respect to an employee's voluntary resignation from employment for personal or religious reasons in order for that employee to be eligible for unemployment benefits. Unemployment benefits are denied persons who quit their jobs without good cause connected with the work because it is deemed unreasonable to compensate people for leaving work for mere personal reasons. That is what happened here. The only evidence we have is that SALTS, for personal reasons, did not want to submit to the vaccine. He claims that he was forced to quit because of his strongly held medical and religious beliefs. Yet we note that he provided no evidence to substantiate his claims, and he also was willing to compromise those beliefs as long as he was placed on salary. End of quote. Dissenting Points A dissent by Chief Judge Harrison and joined in by Judge Abramson disagreed with the majority on many issues, some of which are noted below. What evidence is required? Quote, The majority gives the employer a pass on his presumed medical need for a COVID-19 vaccine mandate in the first instance, based solely on the employer's testimony. But the majority says Charles needs more than his own testimony to credibly support a pre-existing health condition and family history that caused Charles's anxiety about the vaccine. And if an employee refuses a vaccine for some legitimate personal health reason, then the private employer may still both fire the employee 
and thwart his unemployment benefits claim. I cannot agree. End of quote. Departure from the standard of review? The dissent further noted that the Board of Review's decision was entitled to deference under its standard of review. Quote, There is no legal justification for the majority to disregard our standard of review, which simply asks whether the Board of Review could have reasonably reached the decision that it did. The Board, having reviewed the hearing transcript generated by multiple witnesses while testifying under oath before the appeal tribunal, decided that Charles established good cause to separate from David's fire equipment. End of quote. Personal choice of claimant or not. The dissent further criticized the majority opinion in its consideration of this as a personal choice of the claimant. Quote, he straightforwardly testified that he has diabetes, has a family history of blood clots, and was concerned about emerging side effects. Where's the majority citation to settled or unsettled medical opinion that Charles's assertions are medically unimportant when deciding whether to receive a COVID-19 vaccine? Maybe they are very important to the decision. More to the point, where has the majority gotten its view that diabetes and a family history of blood clots are not contraindications to a COVID-19 vaccination? Credibility of claimant accepted by the board. The Board of Review believed Charles well enough to rule for him. I don't know if Charles's concerns are correct as scientific or clinical fact, but he felt they were, and nothing in the record refutes him as a matter of fact. End of quote. The claimant's testimony should have been good enough, the dissent added. Quote, there are, of course, practical problems in the division implementing the majority's new evidentiary standard in cases like this one. Must an employer, on the other hand, now hire an expert witness to dispute claims made against it? If not, how is an employer to rebut a claimant's medical proof? More to the point, for all the good it does, who believes the Division of Workforce Services has the resources, expertise, and time to review, assess, and question claimants about complex public health material? End of quote. Public policy considerations? Then there was a public policy issue of awarding benefits. Quote, The majority, not the Board of Review, usurps the policy behind unemployment insurance. Paying Charles's claim on this record would not offend the purpose of our unemployment compensation statutes, which is to protect the state unemployment compensation fund against claims of individuals who would prefer benefits to jobs. End of quote. Religious Objection, Why Invalid Here? As to the religious exemption, the dissenter wrote, quote, True, Charles did not orate a pamphlet of faith for the hearing officer during the brief telephone hearing. But here again, the crucial point is missed. The hearing officer could have examined Charles on any aspect of that issue had the officer wanted to know more. Today's decision seems to require that hearing officers become arbiters of religious rights. Would the claimant's right answer prevail if he quoted one religious text, but fail if he quoted an out-of-favor or obscure religion? What if there is no recognized text or scripture? Here again, the majority supplants its judgment for the Board of Reviews, as it calls for more checklist and more detail than the hearing officer thought necessary to know. 
this time about a man's religious beliefs instead of his personal and family medical history. A slippery slope indeed. End of quote. End of decision.